Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Fantasy Football Scout video here with me, Harry. FPL Harry's hot topics every Thursday. And today, going into game week four, we're going to have a look at three teams which are being highly spoken about with having some of the best, not just cheap enablers, but players that can compete at a low price with some of the most premium assets that we've got in the game at the moment. We're going to have a look at Brighton, Leeds and Brentford. Look at a comparison between the three, how they've performed over the first three game weeks, and then which of these three we should be investing in going into the next few weeks or even into game week four as well we'll have a look at who's done well so far we'll have a look at the fixtures we'll have a look at the underlying stats and then i'll give you a ranking in goal defenders midfielders forwards whatever position you are trying to invest in i'll tell you which of these options i think you should be going and buying and it's not going to be plain sailing it's not necessarily going to be those highly owned assets all coming out on top because there's some interesting stuff that we're definitely going to pull out from that so let's dive straight in let's have a look at who's done well for these teams so far So, so far, Leeds and Brighton have both picked up seven points with two wins and a draw. And Brentford have picked up four points with a win, a draw and a loss as well. And now on screen, we've got some of the highest scoring FPL assets, the top 10 FPL assets so far from each of those teams. Some of the ones at the top that you would expect, you've got Rodrigo, Harrison coming in high up for Leeds, but then the defenders in the likes of Pascal Strike, you've got Lorente, you've got Aronson in there as well, coming out highly for Leeds. Then when you look at Brighton, again, the highly owned Pascal Rose, another midfielder that we are competing with to try and find a space in my team. He's the one that I went with in my team last week. Maybe I should have gone with Rodrigo or Harrison. We'll discuss at the end exactly where I rank Gross in comparison to the other two, but I did go with Gross. He is the highest scoring Brighton player so far. Picked up another assist in game week three as well. After that, it is Veltman and Sanchez, so we start to see a little bit more of a defense solidity coming in for Brighton. Slightly higher up the list than maybe we've seen in the Leeds rankings. And then when we look at Brentford as well. We have Tony Jensen coming in as the top two. So Tony, the big asset for Brentford there. Again, doing really well. Two goals, two assists and 25 points so far. He's had 0.2 in million price rise so far this season as well. Jensen as well, that cheap 5.1 million option start of the season. Now, 5 million has done well with a goal and two assists, getting him 19 points so far. Now, third on the list is Josh De Silva, a player that I do try to put people off buying. He's at 4.6 million 
Julian now, again, the transfers in just don't stop for him. I don't really see it continuing. He didn't look that good. The underlying stats are not good for him so far this season. He did score two goals, but players only started transferring him in after De Gea fumbled that. And if that didn't happen, people don't go buying them. However, there are a few further down some of these lists that we can potentially look at. You've got Rico Henry at Brentford and Mbwemo at Brentford as well, both doing well. Both at very cheap and affordable prices that could be good enablers into your team as well. Mbwemo, that cheap forward at 6 million, he's playing alongside Ivan Tony. Yes, he's not going to have quite the same attacking threat as Tony, but he is a cheaper option. Rico Henry playing out fullback for them again, 4.5 million for a Brentford defender. He's proven that he has that attacking threat and he can keep clean sheets. We've seen that before. The goalkeepers in around the sort of similar price point, 4.5 million for them all. And again, we'll discuss which of those I think you should be going and owning. In Brighton, McAllister, the one likely to be on penalties, where well, we saw that in game week three, 5.5 million for him and on penalties as well, is a good price and definitely another option that we could go and consider. And just above him, we have Danny Welbeck, another forward that can be competing with the likes of Ivan Tony and Mbwemo as well. Has looked good so far, really involved and looks like he's nailed down that forward spot. So those are some of the sort of hot properties so far. You have the likes of Gross, you have the likes of Tony, you have the likes of Harrison and Rodrigo being really highly transferred in. But we're going to have a look at firstly at the fixtures and then the underlying stats to see if these are really the ones that we should be buying going forward. So next up, we have the fixtures from game week four to nine. And to be honest, it's an absolute sea of green. Apart from that Brighton fixture in game week nine away at Liverpool and Leeds having Manchester United away in game week eight, it is a pretty nice run of fixtures for all three of these teams. Brentford do rank out on top just because they have Everton at home, Leeds at home and Bournemouth all in their next six fixtures as well. Brighton also have a nice run. Leeds, Fulham, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace all in their next five with that Liverpool fixture at the end. And then Leeds, Brighton. Brighton, Everton, Brentford and Nottingham Forest. Again, it's pretty hard to pick between these four. Again, why it's so difficult to know whether you should be buying Rodrigo, whether you should be buying Harrison, Gross, Ivan Tony, and Buemo, who you should be picking because the fixtures do look so good. If we do dive a little bit deeper into them and start picking out a few of them, Leeds played Brentford in game week four and I think that's actually more difficult to call than maybe people expect. Leeds have been really good going forward but actually Brighton have been really solid defensively. It'll be interesting to see which of these two teams breaks first going into that fixture after that Brentford do look like they have Crystal Palace away in game week four a team that have looked really good Southampton as well in game week seven a team that actually look like they're turning a little bit of a corner in recent results but they're still their form is not nearly as much as we'd expect and then Arsenal over the next four or five I think Brentford versus Brighton is pretty close Leeds have a really nice run of fixtures but some difficult couple of away games in there Brighton Brentford and then Manchester United again it's really difficult to say whether a Manchester United fixture is an easy one at the moment or not. In terms of fixtures, I would put Brighton at the top, then probably closely followed by Brentford and then Leeds very closely followed by third. But all of these three teams have the top three fixture runs over the next four or five weeks that we are wanting to buy into our teams. And that is why we're doing a whole video on them. So next up, we're going to have a look at a bit of their underlying stats. Now, yes, we are working off a relatively low sample size of how they've performed over the first three games. So you do need to remember exactly who they've played. For example, Leeds last week playing against Chelsea, although that actually boosted their numbers quite considerably. Let's start at the top and have a look at their attacking numbers. Brentford have scored more goals than any of the teams. And I've highlighted in pink the sort of top 
performer in each of the statistics that we're looking at. Brentford scoring eight goals, five from open play, two from set pieces, and then one penalty as well. They have an XG of 4.17, which actually ranks bottom amongst all three teams. Leeds are top with a 4.95 XG, closely followed by Brighton who have 4.7, which is really interesting to see that Brentford have actually massively overperformed their expected goals by over three and a half goals. Again, not expected to score many more than four and have scored eight goals so far this season. Leeds, you can see, rank out on top on most of the attacking metrics, equal for goals from open play from set pieces. They don't have the penalty, which is what keeps them below Brentford. They have the highest XG from open play from set pieces, the highest expected goals overall, and the most expected goals per 90 minutes. Now, Brighton is okay. They actually haven't done as well from set pieces, which is what sees them fall down the ranking. Their expected goals from open play is actually not bad at all. They've actually underperformed. The only team on here to actually have underperformed. Leeds have massively overperformed again, having an XG of about five and scoring seven goals, whereas Brighton, the only team that have scored less than we would expect them to. Now, you could say this is driven by Leeds being good in front of goals, same with Brentford and Brighton often creating chances that they don't often put away. But if they are going to continue on this vein, then there could be a chance that we see Brighton scoring a few more goals and Leeds and Brentford maybe not scoring quite as many as they have done in recent weeks. And then moving on to the key defensive stats, and you can clearly see straight away that Brighton rank out first on every single metric that we've got as being the best defense out of these three. The least goals conceded with just one, the most clean sheets kept with two compared to one for over the others, the lowest expected goals conceded with two and a half. However, it is interesting that they have been the best in terms of shots prevented, goals prevented, compared to where their actual goals are. So the difference between their expected goals conceded and their actual goals conceded is the highest. So they should have conceded about one and a half goals more than they've actually conceded so far this season. 114 minutes per expected goals conceded, which basically means they're not expected to concede a goal per match so far this season. Again, it's only been three fixtures, but they have looked really good, really solid, and people thought potentially Cucurella and Basuma leaving would impact them defensively. So in terms of attack, Brentford and Leeds have looked really good, but Brighton might see some improved numbers over the next few weeks. And in terms of defensive performances, it has to be Brighton that comes out on top. So let's actually look at some individual options and how I rank them for you to buy into your teams. So in terms of the ranking, we're going to do first, second, third, best option by goalkeeper, defender, midfielders and forward as well. We start in goal. As we've seen, Brighton have the best defensive statistics by far amongst these three teams he is the number one goalkeeper I'd be going and buying and actually if we expand this to look at all the goalkeepers in the game I don't think there's anyone better to be going and buying at the moment because Sanchez has looked so good Brighton have great run of fixtures as well I'd actually then put Leeds second Meslier is good for save points and bonus as well that Brentford team don't look quite assured playing four at the back as they did five at the back so I'd actually put Meslier closely second followed by Raya falling into third moving into the defense now we do put Lewis Dunk again we are favoring that Brighton attack he hasn't got any attacking returns yet but he does have the most attacking threat of any of the Brighton defenders then we do put Rico Henry in second and actually this is different because we have Rye falling as the third best goalkeeper but Rico Henry coming in as the second best defender this could also be Ben Mee those Brentford defenders do have some attacking output I would say Rico Henry has that more sustained that assist potential whereas Ben Mee has that more explosive option he's done well he's already scored so far this season but how many goals do I expect him to score does mean that he doesn't 
doesn't fall into the top three. And then third, we have Veltman of Brighton. He's not quite as nailed for attacking returns as maybe Dunk is this season, but his bonus point potential is really good. Makes a lot of passes and is highly involved. So that sort of more consistent seven, eight pointers is more likely with Veltman, whereas Dunk, you're more likely to get that 15 point return. Now, midfield, the big one. I have put Rodrigo first. Again, when Bamford comes back, we don't know exactly what position he's likely to take up for Leeds, but he's so high on confidence, Rodrigo. He's looked so good, might be on penalties, playing up front at the moment. He's on such good form. That is so important when you do pick a player. That Leeds team is playing so fluid and so together at the moment. I can't look past him as an asset. Closely followed by Jack Harrison, who does come in second, because I do really like what Leeds offer. Aronson of Leeds, also good, but he was quite fortunate to get his goal in game week three. So Harrison, the consistency that we've seen from him since they joined the Premier League does mean that he ranks second. And third, we do go with Pascal Gross, the cheapest of the top three. But I would say if you can afford to go up for the likes of Jack Harrison, Harrison or Rodrigo, I would go and back them. And then finally, we look at forwards. And there aren't that many to pick from because, for example, Patrick Bamford is not fit at the moment. If he was fit, he might rank in here, and I'll tell you where I'd put him in just a moment. But at the top has to be Ivan Tony, That Brentford forward, that Brentford attacker, he is the one that I'd be going with. They've looked really good so far this season. Tony with two goals and two assists, the highest scoring forward out of anyone on the list. Closely followed by Danny Welbeck. Again, he's linking up really well with his Brighton teammates, but Brighton do tend to rotate their points around. The goal scorers come from all over the pitch, which is, again, is why Pascal Gross doesn't rank quite as highly up the pitch. Third at the moment, we have Mbwemo. This would be Patrick Bamford if he was fit. But Mbwemo, again, 6 million, you can't really complain. He's a good budget option. He's bound to get a few attacking returns, maybe not set the world alight. There are other options that you could go and buy as well if you wanted to at a similar price. But I would go Mbwemo as my third best option. So these are my rankings for Brentford, for Leeds and for Brighton, my top three assets in their teams. Again, if you're looking defensively in goal and defense, it's Brighton midfield, it's probably Leeds and up front, it's probably... Brentford so that is how I rank them let me know if you change anything around let me know if you've bought any of these guys into your team already if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to Fancy Football Scout like the video subscribe before you go and if you do like Fancy Football videos I upload three times a week and have a deadline stream over on my channel as well I'm closing in on 30,000 subscribers so anything you could do to support would be massively appreciated all the links you need to my channel and everything like that Fancy Football Scout make sure to sign up it's in the description down below Thank you all for watching. That's enough of me. Good luck in game week four and I'll be back again very soon.